Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elite. And our mates over at Elite Breaks, hit them up on Facebook and Instagram. My name is Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey, the Bombs Express is back. And back by popular demand, Corey. We want the body. We want the body. <laughs> That's what they've been saying in Patreon, Corey. But before we get stuck into the potty, Corey, where can the listeners find us on social media? Uh, find us on Twitter and Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. Yeah, it's been uh, been a bit weird not going as often as we had. Well, you know, there were just it was Super Bowl day last week, Corey. And by all means, I'm sure the listeners can excuse us for not dropping anything next week. But we'll have two this week. We'll do a little bit of talk around... Uh, you know, what's going on in terms of structure-wise, potentially. We've got questions from the community. Um, and we'll even drop a draft podcast tomorrow, which we're organising, which I'm looking forward to as well, Corey. So, uh, and then look, I mean, what are we today? Tuesday, yeah. cracky games, all streamed on KO. Kick off tomorrow, Corey. So there's literally no better time than to get, you know, last minute, uh, prep done before the JLT. Well, it's not even the JLT. It's just the cracky game before the JLT. Start absolutely causing chaos to our team. Are they actually streaming them on KO? Yes, all these uh, all these pracky games between the clubs. Uh, I may I may be wrong, but I believe they're on KO. That's pretty cool. Didn't know that. You've what? taken me by surprise on that one. Now I feel like I'm wrong. No, I haven't even checked. I didn't even. Who's know. Essendon play tomorrow? Essendon versus Geelong. Let's have a quick look. At KO tomorrow. Uh, Essendon versus Geelong. Yeah, that's. That's what it is. It's about 3 p.m., isn't it, tomorrow? Carlton Saints, the Thursday at 11 o'clock, I think, in the morning. Yeah, good. Um, here we go. Oh, no, that's JLT from last year. It's in, oh, my, good, my goodness, Corey. I'll tell you what, I might be wrong. There might be You might be streaming it off the club's websites. I'm not too sure. Yeah, We've all right. confirmed by podcast end, though. Ah, I'll get on that. it. Who cares? Um, you'll be able to view it somehow at the end of the day anyway. Uh, Bumps, this is a weird podcast, one that you kind of really want to get it around and about. I'm not really overly comfortable about talking about it yet, but we're here to talk structure, mate. Why? I'll just, oh, fucking, I don't even know what my structure's going to be. Well, neither do I. But this is the whole point, isn't it? That no one knows what the hell's going on, all the chaos, and we'll talk about all the chaos that's going on, and we're not necessarily here to say, you know, we think the best thing to do is... You know, uh, to run, you know, this many defenders, this many mids, and all this kind of stuff. I think it just might be more or less a general chat about uh, the different kinds of structures you could be running based on how many of these mid prizes we seem to be going crazy for right now. Do we want to just talk about what we've got at the moment in our teams? What kind of structure? Well, what are you, you running? What doing? structure are you running? Yeah. Well, I've got uh, four primos in the back line, yep. and Sicily included in that. Yep. And then I've gone two real cheapies, um, like 123k. That's just because I'm really fun limited at the moment. But, oh, you know, ideally... Uh, Johnny Sins. Yeah, and well, uh, ideally, Corey, my my team my team isn't fully erect without Johnny Sins. <laughs> and it can't So, yeah, I don't see if Johnny Sins is there around one, how I don't run the season, you know, with him or any one of these, uh, you know, potential early guys uh, we get. But, um at this point in time, he doesn't sit there. I don't know if your back line, you might be a little bit different. You might have spent a little more on those rookies. Okay, I've got Johnny Sins in there at the moment. Yeah, with four primos? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right, so quite similar there. Yeah. Uh, i got sure. four. Sorry? 
Okay. Mid Midfield? I've got four absolute big dogs and then Lockie Neal. How big are we talking? We're talking McRae still Oliver Titch. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm still so talking... still Titch, Petrarca, um, and then Lockie Neal. Yeah. Uh, how and, are you mid-end uh, looking? Well, I've got the horn, Corey. I've got the horn. you got the horn. I and don't have the horn at the moment. People might be a little surprised that I've got the horn, Corey, <laughs> after North Melbourne podcast, but... I've got a feeling that, that after this kind of little JLT thing, I'll end up with a horn, but I've got Berry and Caldwell, and then Dacos. Yeah, and that's with a... Wait, Berry, Caldwell, at, uh, six and seven? Yeah. That's a very expensive mid-liner, but very, very tempting, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, for me, it's the Horn, Dacos, and uh, and Stevens. I think this is where I can afford it, though. Uh, Yurux? Brandine Wits. Yeah, see. Oh, Wits! Yeah, with Proust on the point. Now, oh, I good. Pe people might be surprised. You know, Wits, they reckon in doubt for round one, but league games don't start till round three, and if yeah. Proust is there round one, I'm not worried about that, that at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't know you went away from the Twin Towers. Um, I've got Grundy and Proust at the moment with Hayes sitting there. Grundy, Proust and Hayes. That's yeah. how you've been able to afford it then, hasn't it? Yeah, but I think this is where we're a little bit different at the moment, I think. Your forward line? The GOAT, which as the days go on and on, Corey, I'm getting more and more nervous, <laughs> more and more anxious, and I don't know if I'm going to be able Especially to do it. you're not going to see him. Well, he's not playing any of the JLT. I, so. I, I think we already said that he won't play. I don't know about the JLT. I know he's not playing Friday Why? night. Uh, just think they said they were going to leave him out. I know Friday night they're, they're not playing. to the ribs. Oh, yeah. Oh, he might no, play the JLT, boy. but I don't think we're going to see him. And this forward line, well, I reckon we could record an hour and a half just purely on the forwards. A little bit of carnage. Uh, we'll go through. So, what, you got to go. And is that it? Well, he's the headline act. And who's Then next? I'm running Gresham, <laughs> Rayner, <sighs> Canilio, Kerno, and Will Brody. Isn't Will Brody hurt as well? I think so, but and I've been scrambling here. Who can I trade him to? But, I, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard, but Elijah Hollands, I reckon he's injured at the moment. Fuck. What about Ray Shell? Corey, I will, I, promise, I will not touch that guy. Well, he's going to be good, man. I, I will not and touch that And I'm a little bit different. So you got the one. Now, I, I strongly disagree that you can go with only the one. Um, and I don't think there's any way you do it. But i got Butters, Trelaw, Canelio, Kerno, Rachel McGuinness. In fact, one of our admins, Corey, has Heaney, Degoe, and Butters. Yeah, it's funny too because, you know, as we were doing all those podcasts and stuff, like the teams ones, you know I was like a, like Bartralore, I was kind of like sticking away, I like to go as well, but just kind of staying away from those mid-prices. Fucking hell, the closer we get, the pre-rows keep going down, these mid-prices keep getting more tantalising. Port Adelaide talking about Butters being a midfielder, like... Yeah, fuck. and all, all of them... All of them present value. All of them present someone that could be, you know, top of the line. And all of them present tremendous injury risk. Yeah. If it's Trelaw, Butters, Dekoe, who's the one I missed? Heaney. Heaney. Yeah. Heaney was the other one. Oh, did you see the photo of Trelaw the other day, training? It is not unreasonable for someone to start all four of them with Canelio and Kernan. Yeah. He was <laughs> looking... I reckon because they're the two non-negotiables in the 200s. Trelaw was looking good the other day. Yeah, just 
its role, how much. And the worst thing that could happen to teams would be to see, I mean, particularly if you don't want to get sucked into him, the worst thing you could see through this uh, little period over the next couple of weeks would be just full-time mid-roll for that bloke. It's got to be. It's just got to be. Hopefully, that one hit out that they do like, and this is kind of why I liked it last year. And we've been running this for two years now. Just the one JLT game, and then they organise their own little prackies. Yeah, prackies yeah. first, one JLT. Yeah, yeah those fine. those little JLTs. They've been good little hit outs for how teams are going to line up come round one. So, well, have you, have you? I think it's actually Essendon Hawthorne tomorrow, Corey. Have you heard? Um, they're playing six quarters. Six quarters. They're playing six. Well, I don't know how that works because you can't play six quarters. You can only play six six. Yeah, yeah. Because you play weird. four quarters. You well, play six. Yeah, they're playing six quarters if you like. Okay. So what are they going to split up? They just like a they make matches? up their own. Well, I think what they're doing is they're playing the the first four quarters as a regulation kind of style game, and then it's almost like a half for the uh, the maybes. I reckon. Surely what? that's what's going on. What look? Let's just stick around this forward line, man. Like, what? What do we do? Is it just going to be closer to the season? Mitch Duncan out. Um, you know, those who had like you, me and you both are Dunkley fans. So wow, does this... yeah, maybe since the Bulldogs podcast, I, I haven't been a Dunkley fan, Corey. But the more carnage that happens, the the more realistic it is. I'm going to start with him. And why is it just easier to go to Duncan? Dunkley, but are you not worried? Were those yeah, scores at the oh, back end of last year? Like... Shit, shitting myself. Shitting myself that it's absolutely the wrong call. But then I continue to look at the Fords, and I'm just like, you know, how many years in a row has Heaney been a trap? And, you know, how many times these blokes, oh, the midfield role, the midfield role, how many times does it ever take on? And you just think, how many of them are actually going to make it, you know, to, to be sort of keepers? And, Makes me nervous, and you know, do go is he going the forward line? You know, Butters does he get injured? Butters is the one I'm confident in terms of the role. Gresham, I'm shitting myself as well. I know he's a bit cheaper, but he's going to get injured surely too at some point. Rayner, I got zero confidence in. I mean, he's never played full time mid before coming off an ACL. You can't tell me he's getting like just pure midfield minutes. Like, yeah, there's and surely going to be an increase. So in many names down in that club as well. That's oh, hilarious. fuck me, Fagan. Honestly, yeah. Um, like, there's just a lot of carnage and. You know, when Duncan, Duncan, when Duncan wasn't injured prior to the last week or so, Duncan and Dugowie, I was so comfortable yeah. with that. You know, Canilio, Kerno, Brody, so comfortable. Duncan goes out, Dugowie's got a headline my forward line. Now, all of a sudden, I don't like Dugowie because he's the headline act. Yeah. Which and so is, now I'm thinking... A way you can't look at it, I don't think, but yeah. I'm thinking, who's going to be my headline act now? You know, you know I think Taranto's pretty safe, but, you know, the first month, five weeks isn't going to be great, but, but I think after that, when he gets, you know, potentially shifted back to the midfield, um, you know, Toby Green comes back. And I know there's talk Cornelia's going to spend a bit of time there. Like, it's terrific. If I'm going one, and I think you need someone to headline your forward line, don't you? But I'm thinking, like, you know, one of Dunkley and uh, and um, Taranto at this point. Because as much as I th- feel like they're not... Yeah, they're not going to come out and go like 110. Like, you're not going to miss anything great if you don't have them kind of thing. I just feel like they're going to do at least enough to kind of be top six forward lines, even with a bit of DPP change later on. So, I I feel like I want one of them and then one of the guys, you know, around that 450 kind of bracket as as just like the one, two. Because structurally, that's what looks like... It just looks balanced. It looks 
good looks. I don't know, something about it. Can't that just Plus, be dusty? Imagine though? coming up against Dunkley every week. Yes, a hundred percent dusty. Yeah. Here's another one that I missed. Hundred percent, it could be dusty. Dusty could headline your forward line one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it just depends what Dunkley we get, doesn't it? And that's the thing. You know, let's get some ownership percentages out, but I think he's well over 50%, and that was prior to the Duncan yeah, he's injury. So that's, he's 51. He's gone down. Yeah. He was he was 54s the other day, I'm having a look. They were probably listening to us on the potty. And then you reckon we just forced a bit of change there? Probably. But, yeah, no. He, um... Imagine coming up, you don't have him, he's sitting in your opponent's team, you're like, fuck, he's going to drop 140 on me this week. Yeah, or he's going to play that role that he's been playing. And... Yeah. And, you know, I spat, I spat all the numbers at you, yeah? yeah? Like, I did. I did. I spat all the numbers at you, you know, last nine games. They weren't brilliant. But, you know, you include the final series. And then, because this is... Because I'm almost trying to talk myself back into Dunkley now. Yeah. But his last three games, and so last three finals, 105, 109, 84. So, even if he's producing those numbers at 560K as the headline act, I'm like... Well, it's, it's not brilliant, but it's enough. But then yeah. I come back to, fuck, he's only played like 55% of games in the last two years. So, I, I genuinely, and, and I'm usually like, I'm pretty like set like on the kind of guy I want, I reckon, most years. And I'm pretty comfortable just like, bang, like this year, you know, it's just, you know, McRae, still, you know, Lloyd, uh, you know, Stewart, Crisp is coming back into the conversation. You know, I'm usually like just, like it's, it's just easier to pick your premiums. But fuck, I'm finding forward line real difficult this year. And this is good. I don't know how you feel, but this is good. Yeah, it's fine. Supercoach Super needed this. Yeah. Because every team isn't going to be so fucking boring now. There's going to be a point of difference. Everything's going to... I just feel like certainly to start the year, there's going to be structurally a lot of different teams. Some people are going to run five mid. Some people are going to run four. Um, you know, Some people are going to run a lot of these mid prices. Some people are going to run none. People are going to run the two rucks or they're going to do Grundy and Pruce or Grundy and Wits. Or fuck it, they might even go Sean Darcy in one Darcy, of those ones. Yeah. Like, I think there's more variables this year to start the year than, than probably in the last five. And I'm excited by that. I'm really warming to the Darcy pick too. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, there's been long periods of time where you'll, you'll see him in my team in the preseason, Corey. But um, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not great. Tim English might be an option again. You can't do that. Well, he's solo rock and he's looking huge. Who do you feel more confident on? Gresham or Rayner? I feel like Gresham's scoring potential a lot better, but, but in why? terms of games played, Rayner. Because I don't rate Rayner as a footballer. But why is Jade Gre- Like, Jade Gresham's... Like, what do we see him do? Play forward pocket? Yeah, but I feel like Jade Gresham has shown more in his career than Cam Rayner. And don't sit there and tell me that oh, okay. Cam Rayner showed more. Yeah, all right. Because I'm glad your Brisbane bias is gone, Corey. You've had to get that out of your system, mate. It's still around. Because, it, oh, number one pick. Remember when he's picked the next fucking Dusty? He's done fucking squat. Yeah. So, Gresham. But Gresham's you injury. Know, I was going to say, like, in the last two years, he's played 14 games. Yeah, he's shocking. And you could go a lot before that and probably find that he's maybe only played 70% of most years as well. Yeah, there's only two seasons where he played all the games. Out of how many? Eight? Uh, I'm guessing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. Close enough. So, not great. Oh, six, sorry. One, two. Yeah, six. Oh, he's even younger than that. Yeah. 
Well, that's not bad. It's a 33% chance. That's not bad. Oh, yeah, but you got to have a look at recent history as well. And... Him I'm worried about. But it's weird because I'm worried as shit about him. But then it comes to Charlie Kerner and I'm like, I don't think he's getting injured again this time. But I think the difference between those two is we saw Charlie Kerner four or five games in a row in the back, back end of last year. An entire full preseason hasn't missed a beat. Yeah. You know Luke Jackson and Taron Thomas are still in 10% of teams? Taron Thomas is the other one I see everywhere. And that's, again, another one. These midfield minutes. Is it unreasonable to see a team, realistically, is this unreasonable? Because they're all forward mids, yeah? Yeah. You could have Dugowie, Heaney. Let's go with six of them. Dusty, Dugowie, Heaney, Trelaw, Butters. Thomas. And who's the other fucker? And Taron Thomas. Well, genuinely, people are excited about all six. He's right and home. There's, and there's He's some right pros. Home last year was good. Yeah, and look, we all know how much shit I gave North Melbourne about being such yeah. an irrelevant team, Corey. And by all means, that was a that was a bit of fun. And I'm so fucking happy Aaron Hall's injured, by the way. Because <laughs> the, the Patreon members, Corey, that, and we even got bets. I got 200 bucks on North to win under eight games this year. Yeah. They got chained. And you know what he goes to me? He's that confident. He goes, you know what? When North win, don't even pay me. Just quit the podcast. So Brett might come back next year, Corey, but I don't think, yeah, probably not going to happen. Well, in the last run, in his last, what, from round nine onwards, Taron Thomas only went below 80, what, one, two, three times. Yeah, but he went below 80 three times. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a bit of a pain, isn't it? Yeah, but you can you can look at it two ways. He one, only went two, three, four, ninety plus most. Like, yeah, I don't think there's there's not there's not big numbers in there. It's the tackles there. though. There's a lot of tackles. Yeah, and you know what? Jed Anderson's not going to be tackling anytime soon. He's still no. refusing the jab, ain't he? He's nowhere near it. And you know, you keep thinking shit. about that. We How hear long about is you know, out for? Well, that I would imagine that's open ended. Yeah, it would be indefinite. Yeah. You can't put a time frame on. Um, on chemo and that kind of stuff, I would have yeah. thought. And and Jed's refused to get the jab. So, you know, there's spots and Horn Francis apparently going to play a bit of forward, like, you know, forward mid kind of role. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like Greenwood's come in, like we acknowledge that. I mean, does Greenwood do a bit more of the tackling than Taron? Taron Thomas is not someone I'm particularly excited about. Yeah, but yet everyone's excited about Zach Butters. Like, like you haven't... Oh, I've got... You haven't looked big, at the, the, the yeah. sample size of data. Taron Thomas has got a lot more to look at than Zach Butters does. 100%. 100%. And you know what? At least Taron Thomas hasn't been injured every other week. Yeah. Wow. He had that one year. I, I personally... Look, I'm, I'm probably not going to rip anyone. You know, most years, Corey, I fucking absolutely rip everyone that wants to go any sort of, you know, thing like this. But this year, I'm not ripping anyone that wants to have a dip at Trelaw, Butters. I've got Trelaw. Taron, you know, any one of those players. I'm not going to dip anyone that's going to have a goal at them. Yeah. Because I think it's... I, I can understand why they're, they're doing it. Like, in previous years, I'm just like, mate, you're a fucking idiot. And most of the time, I'm pretty accurate with all the But this year, I just... There's just such a blanket over all of them. It's just like, whew. Could we not look at, like, 
Like I was gonna say, the worst part you've got you've got six players. Yes, yeah? so we mentioned six. What's Dusty? He'd probably be the highest price to say right on five hundred. I'm imagining. Yeah, those six. Yeah, Tim yep. Taranto five thirty. If you're including him there, but, and yeah. then you've got another six or seven that are genuine options between two and three hundred thousand. Yeah, <sighs> it's fucking ridiculous. Hey, look, we need football. Like I'm glad that it's back now because we actually need football. Like it's such oh, a yeah. fucking dumb thing to say, but. Like, we need it. We need to start viewing, that's for sure. It's um, it's an evolving beast. You know, how many of these players can you have? How many can you miss? Fuck, Taranto's many... numbers are actually pretty good, bar those, like, games where he goes and sits up forward. Well, even, even in those even games, then, like, he's, he's touching the ball. In yeah. a couple of them. Well, he's he's kicked, touching... He kicked seven in two games, didn't he? Uh, yeah, that was in... What rounds were they in? Uh... Pretty deep, I would have thought. Uh, that's goals. Where the fuck is go? Oh here, uh, yeah. So round twenty one and twenty two, when he scored one hundred and eighteen, one hundred and thirty one. Yeah, capable. Mm. But he's had to kick a lot of goals to kind of get that done. I think, you know, Taranto's the one I'm most comfortable with because we know what his role is going to be once Toby enters back into the team. I think. Yeah, you just got to probably expect that price dip. Before. Yeah, but. But, you know, at, is he 530? Yeah, 530, yeah. But at 5.30, I mean, at 4.80, I would have thought would be rock bottom for him. And, you know, it's 50 grand. When you put it in perspective, it's kind of like, is it that bad? Yeah. Is 50 overs that bad? Like how, because when he's at 4.80, and potentially that's round five or six, are you realistically trading him in at that point, or is he gone up a little bit and then you're paying five, five, ten for him? Were we are we judging him too harshly because we treat him as almost like that midfield only that kind of cooked a bit of teams last year with not those big scores and things like that? Are we just no. being... if you're a fuckhead that started him in the midfield last year, then you're just a fuckhead. Are we just too harsh on him? Or wasn't he like four hundred k last year? Yeah, I didn't start him. I wasn't stupid I enough to have a look at that. Grouse. You're a fucking idiot. I just think you don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. Well, you think that about everything, Corey. Well, but I'm, I'm, I know it. How many, I'm, I'm right. the smartest C-bomb I know, Corey. You know that. Fuck, it's the first time you yeah. haven't dropped the... Well, I thought I'd just clean it up a little bit here. And, like, and then here, yeah, like Dustin Martin. Like, these are his averages over, like, what, the past fucking eight years. 101.8, 99.5, 105.5, 108.1, 1.19, which you'll never get back to. 103.9, 100, 100.8, and 92.5 last year. Like, obviously... 92 is a pretty big dip. Yeah. Is that the worry? You know, round 18 against the line. Yeah, he's last... Well, I'm not... Shit. I'm. You know what, though? Like, if Dusty comes out and does 95 on the season, which would be pretty bad, I would have thought. Sitting at F6, is it, is it really that bad? Yeah. Like, is it just like, better I know, to go I that a little bit safer and just go a Martin or a Taranto with one of those risks? You know, now that Duncan's out. Well, can, you know what? Fuck it, can you... If Duncan's only missing week one, can you pick Duncan? No. Because of age? It's an Achilles, and considering his age, no. Yeah. A strong no on that. No. You, no. No. If that lingers, or if he comes back... I mean, you wouldn't pick him unless you've seen five, six games in a row from him. Yeah. A, a firm no. He has to be absolutely out of every single team at this point. Is there a chance Tim Taranto just goes and plays mid only? 
Because I fucking hate Leon Cameron. Like, he's the worst. A hundred percent. There is absolutely every chance that that occurs. This has just become the forward podcast at the moment. Well, it has. Yeah. But this, you understand that what you do in your forward line dictates what you what you are able to do in your rucks, what you're able to do in your midfield. Because that's what everyone's worried about. Yeah. How do you structure up your team? If you don't know what the fuck you're doing in the forward line, you don't know how many mid primos you can buy. You don't know what you can do in your rucks, whether you have whether you got the money to go two preems or or one and and one mid or all the way to one and one rookie. Yeah, I, I don't think he can go any less than two. Like, I know you don't have it at the moment. I know you're playing around, but I don't think he can risk that. I think, and knowing myself, with injury concerns and all that, I'll, I'll push right out of yeah. this structure. Because you know what will um, happen. Like, if, like say, Rainer fucks up. Fucking, who else we got? Like, who am I going down to? I know, like, that's it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, who am I going down to? I'm well aware of that. And who am I going down to? And then, you know, what... Uh, what what am I going to do with that extra one fifty all of a sudden that's in the bank that um, hasn't been used? But you're absolutely right. I mean, to be honest, after this podcast, I'm probably going to be rocking Taranto and Dusty at one and two. Yeah, well, while I've been fucking around here, I've got Taranto and Trelaw, <laughs> and that started as butters. Like, yeah. Oh, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm very, very, very fucking warm on butters at the moment. Oh, I, thing, thing I know I can't trust him. Pick Taranto here, and now I've got Taranto, Canelio, Bruce, Whitfield. I'm like, oh, do I really want yeah. to trust fucking GWS with that many assets? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well, I don't have Whitfield. That might be a controversial thing that's uh, happened since the GWS podcast. Yeah, and I haven't had him for like a that. long time, and I don't think I'm starting. You still got short? Yep, that's yeah. who I've tried a Whitfield for. 106 without Hooli Corey and don't sit there and tell me Daniel Rioli's going to take some of his ball and don't don't fucking bring up names like fucking Hugo Ralph Smith like I've heard and I'll tell you now while I'm on it anyone and particularly the Patreons but anyone out there who is looking at this fucking little Brisbane reject called Caden Coleman he's owned by 10 fucking percent of teams Corey 263,000. You know me. You know a big advocate for the Brizzy Bears, mate. Fuck me, dude. Caden Coleman. Corey. That, this one. This one here has really angered me. And I've been good. I don't think I've been that angry this preseason. But I'll tell you now. If anyone wants to start fucking Kane and Coleman and they send it and they, you know, they rate my team fucking chat as one of the, you know, the 16 million chats we got in the Patreon there, Corey. If you think I'm going to sit there and rate that fucking team, I mean, don't send me a joke. You, you, you can't sit there and be like, Bombs, I want your serious opinion and then, and then send me a zinger. You're going to get, a, you're just going to get, you're just going to cop it. The funniest part is the the argument is role change, and I, I get that. He's, he had games early where he managed to get the ball, and then he went back forward, and then he went back, back, and, you know, went back down, back, sorry. He and won't even like, be in their best 22, mate. Well, and that's mate. the thing. He's, he's barely, barely in the best 22. He's never touched he's the not. ball over 20 times. Like, even with those role change games, like, there are so many variables. Like, there's a 14 disposal game where he had 87, and there's a 14 disposal game where he had 50. And it's like, like, why do you think that those variants aren't going to be there? He's not a terrific ball user. He's priced at 263, which is overs, like, big time. He's played 18 games of football. 
is dis- di- disgusting. Normally, when you're picking players at that price, they're either fallen primos, injured, etc. It's not like I'm looking for a breakout at 270k. And if, and they're trying to buy it in the back line, Corey. Yeah. I mean, of all the fucking they, positions, yeah, you're spending between two to three hundred. You're telling me Caden Coleman over Rayner, Caden Coleman over Grisham, over Kerno, over Canelio, over fucking Coldwell and Berry in the midfield. I agree. Are these people all there? Agree. Agree. You know, Coleman. the famous words of uh, Terry Wallace, Corey, mate. They just, I just want to spew up, mate. I just want to spew up. Fucking ridiculous. Caden fucking Coleman. Imagine, seriously, imagine paying money to be in the Patreon to get advice over fucking Caden Coleman. I mean, surely you've, surely you've got an ounce of a fucking brain that'll just tell you, mate, get rid of him. You've watched Don't a little it. bit of footy at some stage throughout the... They're, they're pro- Corey, come on, mate. Now, you still you still honed in on Grundy? Grundy not going anywhere? Grundy is the one I feel absolutely safest with. I'm not sure on Darcy. Uh, I'm not sure. I think Gorn's a little bit overpriced, and so... Grundy and Wits is 100%, I think, what I'm going to end up doing with Proust on the Pine. Um, I'm actually pretty set on that. Um, and Because uh, it'll give me a look. I just want to look in at seeing what's happened with Gorn and uh, and Darcy or if someone else comes out of the bloom decides to be the number one ruck. Uh, I don't think Grundy's going to be the number one average in ruckman. But I think he is a he's going to be the most consistent. And in terms of his role, it's the most stable. Like, there's no threat to him. Yeah. So I'm going to take him. And then I'll decide later on, you know, after the buy, probably, you know, who I'm going to who I'm gonna sort of flick into. I love it that you've got wits at the moment and I don't. And, but I'm hoping wits averages under 100. I hope he averages 99. For you. <laughs> 99.5. Good for my team. Good for money making. And I win money off you. How good is that? Perfect. And lock, I, lock, lock. Yeah, like I'm still trying to figure out where and how I get him. Obviously, you've got that one less kind of mid-priced defender. You don't have Johnny Sins. Like you've got a little bit of cash that way. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, ideally, fuck, we get that 123, and it's perfect there as well, though. Like, does that throw a spanner in the works there when we're talking about uh, um, structure and you know? No, well, there's going to be a lot of 123 defenders, Corey. No, They're going to have... No, but I'm talking about Ruck. So, like, hypothetically, you've got a Ruckman at 123k. You know, like Sam Hayes plays. Like, do you... No. Okay, no. I'm not, I'm not moving Wits and Proust to get Hayes on the bench. No, no way. All right. So, you like that still? No way. Imagine Hayes dropped in round two or three, and I'm, and I'm just sitting Wits there who didn't start the year because he's still getting over his ACL. Um, and I've missed out on Proust as a result, and Proust yeah. is sort of flying. He would have... No, nah, there's... Proust is my cash cow. In terms of my ruck cash cow, Proust is it. I'd, I would never feel comfortable, I think, now putting Proust um, at ruck two unless it, unless Lyset goes down or someone else goes down and we've got a 123 sole ruck absolute lock, then I'll entertain it. Yeah. Okay? That's a moral. But at, nah, not with wits. And, I think Proust is going to be the cash cow. That's, I'm pretty set on that one. Uh, fucking, and what about all this carnage that we're probably going to cop with, like, you know, Greg Clark being injured and all these other little... Well, yeah, lawyer horns. horns. But you know what? It's good, because at least we're going to get some names we're probably going to feel a bit more comfortable with when they're, you know, debuting or after two weeks or whatnot. That's that's okay. I'm all right with that one. 
because we're gonna need rookies later in the year. I think we'll get enough. I'm just uh, it's it's a little bit unsure. I think at this point, how many of the cheap midfielders we're gonna get, because all the midfielders that um, seem to you know your Horns, your Dacoses, your Stevenses, your Rasmus from uh, from Frio, Ward from Hawthorne, like they're all pricey, and you can even yeah. throw in. You know, Sin and Chesser, who are defender mids, like technically they're mids as well, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of midfield expensive guys, but not a lot of those ones around that hundred and twenty odd thousand. Like, you know, and we haven't heard anything about, uh, you know, what's it, Sitsas, or we'll just call him Tits, I reckon, yeah. Corey. Like him, we haven't heard much the about him. Pass. The Sits, <laughs> oh, the Sits are pass from yeah, the tennis player. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah, so there, there isn't a lot at like that cheap price, so we're probably going to have to pay up at this point. Um, but that, that that just is what it is, is it not? Yeah. Driscoll? Driscoll's flying at the moment. Another defender mid. You know, 123s. Which could come in handy, I think, the defender mid. Well, it's going to be very handy because we can assume Steven's going to get defender status. We can assume Dagos potentially going to get defender status. We can assume Horn's going to get forward status as well after round six. So we're going to have a lot of flexibility within our teams here. Mm. And and I think the beauty of that is when we actually then get some further rookies that come in later, we're essentially going to be able to trade, you know, trade out whatever and not be hamstrung to trade out, you know, a certain rookie. Um, because we're going to have so much DVP going on, we're going to be able to do whoever we want at any given point. Now, we'll be Greg Clark, Greg Clark, if people want to start a loophole, right, because I assume people are going to have a Ruck 3 plane, Greg Clark, not a bad shout for the loophole guy. Because, you know... Be I don't like the loophole, though, you bonus. You know how I feel about I it. I don't like it either, but people like to play with a loophole. And I feel like, you know, he's 117, so it's 15K more than the 102, but he's going to get games at some point, which means it'll prevent you having to trade him in down the line. I don't encourage it, but for the people wanting to do it, from all reports, if he wasn't injured, he would have been there. I don't like the loophole bombs. <laughs> Corey, there are people out there who enjoy it. You just don't do it. You know what, you Corey? You a full team because you know some of these rooks aren't going to play. You know me, Corey. I said to you, now, I'm not a fan of vegan food. You know this, right? You know where I'm going with this? No, but I can't fucking wait. I'm not a fan fan of vegan food. I don't encourage people to turn themselves into vegans and all this kind of stuff. But every now and then, Corey, I actually head by IGA on the local, on the, you know, the local IGA, and I pick up a piece of, I pick up a piece of vegan feta, Corey, and it's delicious. So what I'm saying is it may not be for everyone, Corey, but from time to time we might like to explore and try something. Was that an accidental vegan feta purchase, by the way? No. No, 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 no. It was just a wog purchase because it was, it was fucking right. about $5.50 down to 87 cents. And I thought, fuck, what have we got? It's worth a try. That's worth a try. It's been a pretty eventful then, week in Discord, I think. Yeah. A shout-out, Corey, because we've got a new friend. Brendo, Corey, where's Brendo? I was waiting for you to shout-out, Brendo. Why isn't he on the pod? Gordy, get him on the pod. You're a big Brendo uh, fan. Yeah. No, Patreon's been fantastic. Brendo, recent, so- he's signed up just this year. He's come in, joined the voice chat. He's just one of the lads now, Corey, hangs out with us most days. Wants to always chat super coach. We always want to chat other things. <laughs> Fucking vegan, feta, and, you know, whatever else is kind of going on in our lives. But, uh, but the Brizzy, he tends the to bring days. it back to super coach. And now, I'll tell you, the, now, 
so the Patreon, yeah. Sometimes, you know, we advertise the Patreon and Corey and be like, you know what? You don't have to come in and chat to us necessarily. You can chat to the community, chat to the other Patreons. You know what my concern is? Yeah. Some of the Patreons aren't that intelligent, Corey. <laughs> and Brendo might be one of them. He's not starting Nick Dacos. He reckons you can't have both Dacos and Horn France. He doesn't have either of them. No, no, no. He's got the horn. He's only got space no, for I one. Th- he I thought he said he got rid of the horn. No, no, no. He's only got space for one. He's not a bright lad, though, Brendo. No. And considering what region of town he's from, Corey, it might explain a little bit of what's going on probably mentally for him. But my golly, Corey. My golly. Patreon has been good, but very good. Uh, actually easy. been very good. Like, very, very, very good. Not just trying to pump the boots of it because, you know, obviously it's a monetary factor so we can buy more merch but it is <laughs> fucking good at the moment it's been funny what do we have like look we're recording this at 4pm 4, 4 in the afternoon at 10 o'clock yeah. this morning there was 8 of us in a discord chat was there like oh, in, a voice, in a voice chat where Antonio yeah yourself yep me yep it was Trav yep Mills yep. Patreon members these guys are yep. but Trav Mills well, Serial Pest Dizzer was in there. Yeah, the uh, Brendo joined. The FOMO King. Yeah, the FOMO King. He yeah. saw seven people in there. He thought, fuck, I better get in there. Yeah. And Brendo. That yeah. was seven. Ah, uh, seven. That was seven of us. At 10 oh, o'clock in the chats. morning, just fucking talking absolute bullshit. Yep. Yeah. And arguing. Now, Brendo reckons he's seen something in the Collingwood. Uh, now, have you heard about this? No. Nah. Oh, is this his yeah. beginner's boy? Oh, my goodness. He reckons he's all over the Collingwood Intra Club right now. He's going, oh, Reef McGinn. We've got to put him in touch with Joel because they might just sit there Come and they may, just row each other, they may just row each other's boats while watching McKin- uh, Reef McGinnis's, uh replays. There we go. All right, you ready for some uh, questions? We've got questions. Of course I'm ready. Yep. I'm just still adjusting my team. I'm actually liking it now. Yeah, it's, I was having a bit of a I've got Taranto and Dusty and I brought Johnny Sin and Chester back into the back line to shore that up. I'm fucking flying. Oh, I don't see how I don't win the 50K. I've got Wits in my team now. I've got Hobbs. I brought in Hobbs. Wits is good. Yeah, I know. But I was like just having to play with what it looks like again. I'm like, yeah, Save fucking, you some cash, man. Actually, he's better. Um, Save right. you some good coin. Okay, uh, oh, fuck me, Big Dick Mills, uh, should you add dog pics in your Tinder bio? I think maybe, well, I think Mills is a married man, you should be asking those questions. Well, I would just, Corey, I'd want to almost give that one a joypus, Corey. Joypus. Just, just, what's going on there, Mills? You know, it gets a bit suspicious now, because he went away from the family for about a week, you know, big tennis tournament man, Corey. Was he on Tinder? And whose dogs was he planning to use in the... Fo- I've got a couple of pugs here, mate. I'll tell you now, pugs, nothing else would attract women more than bugs. I'll tell you now, that's a good investment. Mills definitely use the dogs. They're chickmongers. Uh, Nards2222. Two, 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 two. I think that was too many twos. <laughs> Specifically... Oh, this is actually improper. I forgot we had to answer proper questions here. <laughs> Specifically no, no. on midfield structure, would you consider taking four premier mids with the likes of Barry Caldwell, Constable Horn, Francis, Dacos, Stevens, and Hobbs all looking likely in potential options? I think four yes. too light, personally. I do. I think four too light, um, but I don't. It's not. I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, you run four if you'll get you're getting some actually premium kind of players in the four line. Yeah. But um, I think the caveat needs to be if you've got four, you need to have at a minimum one of Coldwell. Or Barry. I don't think Constable's going to get games. Nah, Constable's so need... not even there at the moment. I think you have to have yeah, both. So you... nah, I think you have to have both Coldwell and Barry. 
both. Yeah. If you're running so four, you, if you're running four, you have to have both Coldwell and Berry. But Coldwell and Berry are so injury prone too. Yeah, cool. I know, but they're the ones that are going to put the points on the board. I reckon definitely. The others are all still risks. You know what I mean? I mean, Horn and Dacos, I don't think are risks. Yeah, I, I don't think Horn going to score as high as people think. He won't, no. but I don't see him as a risk. There's a difference. Yeah, so looked up play, it's like on-field points is what I'm talking about. So you think four midfielders, say, let's say McRae, Steele, uh, one of Oliver or Titch, and Lockie Neal, and then Caldwell, Berry, Horn, Francis, Dacos. Dacos yeah. That's what I want. And then want. your midfield bench I, potentially looks Steve, pretty pricey, Stevens. like Stevens and Hobbs. You don't need Hobbs, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm coming round to Hobbs. You know, they've got some injuries. Just, Stringer's not going to line up at the start. It would just depend. Fucking... Like, if it, if it meant that Berry money was better used somewhere else, then I'm probably happy to pass. But, I don't know. Like, I would just want to have both of them on the field, I think. Just because of the, the senior bodies as well. Berry even training yeah. yet, by the way. Like, putting all this hype into the boat. I don't even know if he's training. He's your boy. He was mentioned, you know, Fagan's famous words the other day when every player was going to get permanent <laughs> midfield roles. Oh, fucking hell, Jesus. I think Fagan's named out their whole team to fucking have a go on there. Harris Andrews is about to have a go on their midfield down there. I'll tell He named the whole team, but he didn't mention fucking Caden Coleman. <laughs> if, if that's not a red flag, I don't know what he's called. Oh, the good old red flags. Um, Mr. Cooker Malamalanza. Who the hell is this? He's like new as well. Um, it feels like most of the value players, and he's got that in air quotes, in the uh, are in the forward line. Would it be go? Uh, would it be best to go lean on this line and load up in defence slash midfield? I think you have to have two minimum. Yeah, I'm. Well, in terms of the two hundred, yeah, I'm like maybe one at that five hundred price plus. So Dusty Toronto Dunkley, maybe one of those guys. And then if you wanted one of your between 450 to 500s, and then you load up on the 200s. Or you could go two guys at 500 plus. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to have the two. Uh, Kukula Malanza. Kuk Al Amanda. Mr. Kukula Malanza. Is this something? Am I missing this? Because normally I'm fuck, I'm shit with these things, man. Like There's always like some kind of fucking pun or fucking some fucking stupid thing that I miss and... Let me have a look Ever, at podcast And questions everyone here. just fucking yells at me. How long should you heat pumpkin soup up in the microwave so it's not too cold and not too hot? Two minutes? Or is that too hot? Mr. Cooker Lamanza. No, that's that's not a um that's that's not a thing. Now, well, Corey, he hasn't provided enough information. How much wattage is your microwave? You know, how, how much litre capacity is it? If you want a really scientific answer, give us a thing. But I'll tell you now. You should never heat food in a fucking microwave if you're reheating. Put on the fucking stove, you lazy cunt. I agree. You lazy C-bomb. Sorry, yeah, Corey. I'll fucking just release no, that. I'm glad it Come on, man. I mean, you put it... What, why do people... Oh, here we go. I'm going to get a sauce. Now, this actually... This, um, this really grinds my gears, Corey. You want me to go off topic? I'll go off topic, right? You got a bowl of pumpkin soup, right? So you've cooked it in a saucepan, Yeah. You got the saucepan, you're thinking, hmm, there's just enough left in this pot for a bit of leftovers tomorrow. I'm going to pour that in the bowl so I don't have to do it tomorrow and I'm going to wash the pot, right? So naturally, you've washed the pot today and tomorrow you're going to be left with a plate to wash up, correct? Correct. Does it not make more sense to leave it inside the fucking pot, reheat it on the stove so it will taste fucking better, 
And then as an overall picture, you've only washed one fucking saucepan and no plate. You've washed less. Your food's better. Screw your head on right, mate. Right on, Cooker. You've pissed him off. All right, Mr. Puggy. How many players returning from injury are too many for A, any line, B, team? Well, the line is very, very important. The team doesn't matter. Yeah. But on any line is is a concern because the depth on your bench is probably not great. So when they when you inevitably have one of them missing every week, you're going to have to use the bench cover to constantly cover. Which is why you know I started the the potty with a forward line reading. What did it read? Tagawi, uh, Gresham, Rayner, Brody, Kerno, Canelio. One of those will miss. You, you haven't even factored in fucking COVID in that. Mm. Depth is going to be so important. So I don't think you can have all of them. And my, my forward line at the moment reads here. You're going to piss yourself, this guy. Uh, Taranto, Dusty, Canilio, Kerno, Will Brody, and Finn McGuinness. I've got 100 k in the bank, so I want to get another one I could. But, um, yeah, interesting. Yes, not that out there. You got the big boys back. Um... Snog Marry Avoid now by all reports Snog Marry Avoid was very, very successful. So I think there's gonna be a little bit of Snog Marry Avoid questions in the future. Uh Chris oh, how good. Short Whitfield. Oh, avoid Whitfield. Because there's no way I'm starting Whitfield over any of those two. Especially after Crisp today. Oh, I mean yeah. all the news Yeah. Yeah, the news about Crisp's midfield time is not gonna change. So you're going to get a blanket 100. You're going to get 22 games. After we weren't on him in the Collingwood podcast like three weeks ago. Yeah, because we were concerned about, you know, what, yeah. what was going to happen with the coach. Yeah. yeah, so we had reasons at that point. And if anyone's going to sit there, but you said this two weeks ago, two weeks is a long fucking time in preseason. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, I'm actually warming to the idea of Crisp over fucking Stewart as well. Like, that's where I'm at. Yep, <laughs> Stewart's gone. Because he's going to play 22. You know, this is my rationale last year. He moved. Oh, I know he moved into the midfield last year, played 22. Well, I started the fucker last year. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Very, very good. You didn't start Chris. Yes, I did. You talked me into it. Didn't you start Jaden Short instead? I had Crisp as well. Oh, well, you're a fucking idiot, mate. Anyway, but Chris Banshaw and, and 106 no basher. Yeah. I'm expecting a decline from Richmond. I mean, surely he sees a, a, a bit of ball. Um, I like the pair of them over Whitfield, so I'm going to avoid Whitfield. I feel like me and uh, Crispy, we had a bit of a sesh last year, so I think you know we've got to take the relationship to the next level. So I'm going to marry him, and I think me and Shorty Lee just might have a little snog over in the corner, Corey. Oh, this is a fucking hard one. It is actually hard. I think I'm going to marry Whitfield. I think... Uh, what? Yeah. And it was... As you were talking, I was going to avoid, but I think I'm going to marry Whitfield. Uh, he does the that's same wrong. thing every single year. Um, I'm going to... St- Injury. Are you not worried about him? Corey, imagine you're at home, right? Now, I mean, you know, we're sexually active people. We like to think we are anyway, Corey, right? And we're sitting there going, I'll tell you what, Corey... I haven't had a root in about 24 hours. Well, let me just check if Mrs. Whitfield's over in the bedroom. And she's, and in, she's there. in there, legs in a cast, because she's fucking done a hammy. Yeah, all right. Well, avoid Whitfield. Uh, yeah, uh, Corey, come on, mate. Come on, mate. Oh, you, but, just, you just want to get a couple of roots a week, surely. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll root short and we'll, we'll marry. 
<laughs> Root and short, not something I'm too unfamiliar with. Oh, always good, always good. Because... <laughs> oh, uh, Puggies tagged all the boys and run all the boy around potties. I don't understand what he, what he wants there. He wants... Uh, uh, Corey, if he wants you to be in a podcast... I, I don't know how I feel about Pugwash. Some days I really like him. Some days I think he's just a fucking loose cannon. And then I'm like, fuck, he must own pugs, but he doesn't own pugs. I don't know what's going on with Pugwash. I can run a very successful punters club, though. Hey, I'll tell, he's come into the podcast. I've never seen anything like it. He's trying to, he's trying to kick the punters club president oh, off his throne. I'm all for it. I, re- I jumped in a Pugwash ran um, punters club at the end of last year and we fucking cleaned up. So I, oh, fantastic. I am all for it. The other component... My bone with Pugwash. He started advertising his own fucking cash leagues. Hey guys, here we are. I've just joined up to Patreon here. Anyone here want to join cashies? Fucking spruiking them left, right, and centre. Now we've never had that before. And disclaimer: anyone that joins Puggy's fucking uh, cashies, we are in no way liable or responsible as to whether or not you get paid out, because we personally cannot account for whether he's a trustworthy fella. Yeah. Now this is good. Look at the podcast question chat. So young Jack Small, ninety six, who's new to, is clearly a new member. He's come in and he's he was, he's answered his own question. Jack Small, Jack Small. No, it wasn't his own question. You no, he ans- uh, answered the, the strong mode avoid, and everyone is just like, you know, you don't answer in here, mate. <laughs> new guy, he doesn't know the first rule of the potty question. This was for the potty. Yeah, new guy, he doesn't know the first rule. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Actually, no, I'm, I've got to go on my deleting spree here, don't I? <laughs> to be fair, he probably answered better than than Bonfer uh, Will and Corey won't be able to read it anyway. Yeah, it caused the English getting worse every potty. Bonf's well, Jack, Jack Small, he married Crisp for the security. Isn't that what I did? Yeah, he, snor- he snogged the younger cup in up-and-comer in short, and he avoided Whitfield. He's, he's got a brain on him, Get Jack him on the pod. There we Fuck, go. Get him on. I'm going to delete his comment anyway. Because <laughs> you know... My uh, my intelligence here that came up with it. Very good. Uh, that was questions. Maybe I'll have questions. I'll put questions up this morning for this pod. Yeah, no, that was a little bit late, Corey. I mean, it has been two weeks between drinks, but uh, that's that. I, I guess we'll probably have to come back next week with a little bit of review on, on what's fucking oh, happened over the last week you, you during know, the games. You know in, like, what have we got, a week's time. Fucking how many hours are in a week? What's that, like 140-something? Is that what it is? One seventy. Two? Whatever, I whatever say, the fuck it was. I don't know, 148? Yeah, know. something, whatever. You know a lot's going to change in that time. Corey, there's a lot that changes in my team without games. Imagine when I start to see some footage. It's going to be great. Anything else to add, my friend? Well, Corey, I'll, I'll let you conclude with your exit paragraph. Uh, so, with the outro, you mean? With your, your exit paragraph so I'll, with I'll it. take the outro here right now is that what you, you want? can conclude with the exit paragraph <laughs> oh, alright a list on behalf of Bumps myself and the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elite peace out thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed the outro